The Dad University podcast helps fathers learn what they're not taught in school. We offer dads advice on parenting, relationships, and family life. We may not have all the answers, but we're certainly going to have fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is the Dad University podcast, episode 232. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at whistling, but that was my attempt. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. How are you doing, Alan? Doing good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ready for a, I say an, not a, an amazing. An amazing time. Because I yeah. wanted to use the word amazing, so I have to use the word <laughs> you an. you got to preface your a or an. Uh, I'm getting old. Grammar. Yeah, I know. Forget about that stuff. Um, interesting topic for today. Um, I did a video on this because I was hearing a lot of excuses. Or see, I should say hearing. I was seeing a lot of excuses online. Okay. Um, I peruse occasionally like Facebook groups and things mm-hmm. like that for dads. And I, I see so many dads making excuses on their circumstances, whatever it may be. And I'm going to go into that of reasons why they are not able to do something or, I mean, just people in general making excuses. Yeah, of course. And a lot of it has to do with the kids. Mm. And so I wanted to touch on that. And so the topic for this episode is how to be a good father, no matter what your circumstances are Mm -hmm. now caveat. If you're imprisoned, might not be that. <laughs> okay, so there so there's, are there's one some or two, extraneous circumstances. One or two circumstances okay, that yeah. might be acceptable <laughs> sure. to be difficult as a father. <laughs> right. You're an inmate. But here's the thing. I don't care whether you are happily married, a single dad, a divorced dad, you're separated. Hey, heck, you even live far away from your kids. Mm-hmm. You're not even in the same country. I've had that excuse, too. Okay. You are a father. That's the reality is that you are a father of a child. And so if you want to learn how to be a good dad, because that's where, you know, a lot of people, especially these like posting saying, well, you know, I really want to be a good dad or whatever, but I can't because of this. Like that's where this was coming from. Yeah. Like there was a desire to be a good dad, but making an excuse on why they're not a good dad. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So, there's a couple of things that you have to do. I've narrowed it down. Granted, I, I I'm, I'm only going to give you, I'm giving these three things. Like if somebody says like, what's the requirements of being a good dad? <laughs> I did a thing called the fatherhood formula. There's, you know, there's seven elements and there's seven things, but this is only three. Okay. Broken Making it even, it down. I'm doing it even easier because yeah. there's less excuses. There's no excuses. Right. Like it's, this is like an infomercial. It's like <laughs> down to three things that you have to do. That's it. You know, double your money. That's, you know, you, you get, or you get double the result. Sure. Um, three things. Three things. I don't care whether you have a newborn or you have a grown adult child. Mm-hmm. These are three things that I feel like are requirements. If you want to be a good dad. And if you do these things, I think you might even be considered a good dad. Okay. There could be some other stuff along the way, but some bold statements here. Yes. <laughs> Number one, presence. Mm-hmm. Now, not gifts. <laughs> yes. I'm not Lots talking of gifts. Yeah. I'm not talking about that kind of presence. Right. I'm talking about your physical and mental presence. You cannot be a good dad if you are not there. Right. You can't. 
So you have to be there both physically and mentally. Now, if you only see your child every once in a while, and so there are fathers that certainly only see their child once in a while, sure. then you need to make it count when you do see them. Yeah. That's, that's the gist of it. So if, if you don't get the time and the, the quantity of time, you have to make the time quality. Yeah. And you do, and I, here's what it's saying is I would suggest you do whatever you can to see them more often. Now, I understand everyone has their own circumstances. They have to deal with that. I mean, it could be financial. There could be all kinds of stuff, but you make every effort you can mm -hmm. to see that child more often right. because that presence is really valuable. Yeah. Now, you may only have custody. You may have a, live in a different country. But okay, but I'm still saying when you do see them, you are present, you are active, you are there mentally, physically, whatever. Yeah, and I guess you mean not be distracted when you're in front of them. Correct. Right. Yeah, you make the time count. Mm -hmm. um, I I had a story, um, I, I had talked with this guy, he was in a, in a group, and he told me a story about only seeing his dad a few weeks every year. Oh. During the summer. Yeah. Uh, you know, his mom had full custody. Mm -hmm. He only got to see his dad. When, I mean, all throughout growing up, mm -hmm. he was, he's an adult now. He's 40 years old. Right? Yeah. He only got to see his dad a couple of weeks out of the year. But he said he remembers those weeks as some of the best of his life. Mm -hmm. Like every summer, it was so impactful for him mm -hmm. that his dad would take off from work. So his dad would actually schedule the time, take off from work. So obviously he had the ability to do that. Sure. And they would spend serious quality time together. Yeah. You know, they went camping. They had amazing conversations. I mean, his dad was present. Yeah. Granted, it was before phones, right. before mobile phones. <laughs> right, right. Um, <laughs> And so he, you know, it's, it's kind of sucks sometimes for the, like the mom in that situation. It's like, she's with them 48 out, you know, and he's not even thinking about that. And the dad gets to be the, you know, the most amazing time. To yeah. Like, and meanwhile, the mom was like doing all the, yeah, the heavy right. lifting. The, exactly. And so, but you know, because like 30 years later, you know, as I was talking with him, he said he has an amazing relationship with his father mm. and you know, he looks back at his early childhood years as like with his dad is very positive. Like, yes, he didn't get to spend the time. You only got to see him a few weeks a year. Like yeah. that's not a lot. Right. But he said his dad made so much effort mm -hmm. during that time because of whatever the circumstances were. You know, I didn't get into you know a lot of the detail, but his dad made that effort. And, yeah. and so that's the kind of the moral of the story here is like, there are so many fathers who do not see their children very often. Yeah. And, but this idea that you can make that time count. And sure. the fact is, is that it can then have a positive impact because as the dad, like you want to have a positive impact, you may feel limited, Yeah. but if you can make those count, like you, this situation where 30 years later, he he's now has the means and he yeah. has the relationship with his father. And it's yeah. like, it, it was such a positive thing that his dad did yeah. because he made that effort and made that presence. Yeah, and, yeah. and it wasn't all, I mean, he said it wasn't all perfectly fun. It's not like the, everything was Disneyland, but, sure. but it was impactful yeah. and because his dad was present and, he, and he, he made effort to have those conversations and to really understand and listen to him. And like, it's like, 
you know, imagine if he did have more time with his dad. Sure. Like it was his dad made that effort. Right, so right, yeah. he really looked up to his father in that way. That's great. Um, you know, if you are with your kids all the time, I mean, you're full, you know, you have full family, everything like, like say the traditional situation. Yeah. You know, the, not every minute is going to be of high quality, you know, it's <laughs> sure. just, um, yeah. but you want to be mindful about that as, as, you know, it is putting your phone down, reducing your distractions and making sure that you do set aside that quality time mm. where you can do that. Right. You know, um, that's something that I I've tried to be conscious of. I can't say that I'm perfect at it, but you know, it is, it's going away camping and mm. it's doing, it's doing these activities that you, you plan ahead and know it's like, no, no, I, I, I need to make that time. Yeah. You know, I, I because so much of our lives is distracted, you know, and and our children feel that. And and so you, you have to make that time and just be conscious of it. It's not going to be perfect. Um, you know, the time goes by really fast, Mm -hmm. you know, like at this point, my kids are 11 and nine. It's like, I look back, it's like, wow. Like, you know, they've always said, uh, it goes by so fast. It's like at the time when they were young, I was like, no, it's not, it's not going by. The years are short. The the nights are even longer Yeah, (laughs) when you have a baby, but it, it, it it is, it goes by really, really fast. And you look at it now and it's like, wow. Okay. I'm, you know, I hope that I, I hope that I did make that impact. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, so that's the first thing presence. Second affection. Mm hmm is a dad providing affection. So for many men, you know, being affectionate towards your child may not come natural. It just may not be something that you, um, just comes natural to you. I don't care. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. Um, you need to practice and make it natural. Even if you're not a touchy feely person, even if you don't even really feel like doing it, Mm -hmm. You need to do it. It is a requirement as a father to be affectionate with your children. And that's what you have to get over. It's like, you might not feel it. You might not. And I know for myself that there are times where I may feel really distant, like for whatever reason, I haven't seen my kids or like just they're doing their own thing, whatever. And I don't feel that closeness. Mm -hmm. I know that even if I'm not feeling it, if I start being affectionate with them, it's amazing the transition that can happen. Yeah. Like I will come home and consciously be like, all right, I need to hug them a little bit longer. I want to, while I'm talking to them, I have my hand on their shoulder or I I'm kissing them more like whatever it is. And I notice, like literally within minutes <laughs> it can switch. They will come over and feel closer. Like it's this weird dynamic that when you make that effort, it just happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it happens it can happen with a spouse too. You know, it's like where you're making that effort to connect and the affection is really, really important. So give your child hugs, kisses as much affection as you can when they're young, hold their hand. Um, when they're babies, just hold them. Yeah. You know, I will say um, there's a lot of um, dads and even some moms out there. They're, uh, they're probably adjusting because <clears throat> the generations that have passed mm-hmm. sometimes wouldn't be as affectionate. Oh, like, for sure. Probably are like, yeah, you parents. didn't get much. If you didn't get much affection, you might not be inclined to get. Yeah. Much. Right. Yeah. And I, I've been fortunate because both my mom and my dad are pretty affectionate people. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my, my grandfather rest his in peace was a great guy, but he wasn't like the most, like he wouldn't hug you. The generation the wasn't. Yeah. The generation yeah. wasn't about giving the hugs. The guy, you know, and I hand, think uh, that's unfortunate because I mean, that whole generation was like, Sure. I mean, even the next generation. Yeah. Um, I, I think that 
affected our generations like ours and the one about like greatly yeah it really did i mean granted we got affection from the mom well yeah my grandma was the most affectionate right but i i there's something about a father's affection Mm. and that um it's just it is it is different you know they're gonna get to an age where they don't want to do it Mm -hmm. you know like like they're becoming cooler or they, they, you know, they're just, they're not like, they may not hold your hand anymore going, you know, walking to school, mm-hmm. you know, they just don't want to do that. But so put your arm around them yeah. or, you know, give them a, a hug or something. And, you know, the physical touch coming from a father is really powerful. You know, the touch, it, it, it provides connection. It provides safety. There's, there's a safety around, especially like a, a big, strong father, yeah. you know, and with a little child, it, it's just, it, there's, it, it allows you to communicate without talking. Right. That's really what it does. Yeah. And as, I mean, as men, we don't like to talk anyway. <laughs> right. Some of us don't. Um, you know, and as they're going to grow older, they're going to back off with their affection. Mm-hmm. It just is na- It's just natural. That's what they do. But you try not to. Mm-hmm. And that's in this, that's kind of like in the stage where I, you know, I'm getting where my children are getting older. They may not be as affectionate. I'm still trying to make that that effort to continue to be affectionate because I know how important it is, even like when I don't feel like it. Right. You know, yeah, and it, and I'm, I mean, I think because of that, my children are gonna are are probably a little bit more affectionate because I've been that way, you know, of making that effort. But it's just, it's so valuable for you as the father and valuable for them. Mm. And so, you know, first thing is presence. Second thing is affection. And we as men have to get over that. You know, whether it's your, you have to get over the fact that you have a son mm-hmm. and he's a grown boy and yes, you can still kiss him mm-hmm. on the cheek mm-hmm. or hug him. It's, there's nothing wrong with that. And right. the same thing with the girl, it's not gross. It's not like whatever taboos people think <laughs> that there are, or it's just, that's not it. And, you know, yeah. and if you can hold hands, if you can put your arm around them, if you can hug them, if you, whatever it is, being close with them is so important. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, they will benefit from that long term. There's a long term benefit from that yeah. affection. And so yeah, yeah. that touch, if you will. For sure. Third thing, empathy. This is the granddaddy of all parenting techniques. If you've listened to the show. You've heard, you this know that many yeah. if this times. is your first time listening to the podcast, yeah. go back and listen to the 426 <laughs> other times that I've mentioned <laughs> how empathy is important. Exactly. I can only say it so much. I'll keep saying it um, from a newborn baby to a grown child. If you can be empathetic, it is the key to a great relationship mm-hmm. with your children. Um, Remember, empathy, to explain it again, is looking at a situation from another person's perspective and understanding it from their point of view. Yeah. It's not always easy. It's just not, we, it's hard to do it sometimes with our spouse. Sure. It's hard to do it sometimes with our child. But let me give you an example. It maybe can illustrate it a little bit better. It's like your child comes to you and is crying. Mm-hmm. And they say, you know, it doesn't even matter what age. But I like I just fell off my bike and my knee really hurts They're you know, whatever they're crying. A normal dad response might be like, you know, you're okay. I, I don't see any blood. Just, you know, shake it off. You'll be fine. You're okay. And we think by saying you're okay, you'll be fine. Whatever, that that'll reassure them that they're going to be okay. Yeah. 
It's not. The child isn't okay. The child is hurting. Um, And so that's something that you have to acknowledge. And so, you know, the child's upset, their knee hurts. And so I'm not saying, you know, you don't want to coddle the child. Like you're not, but an empathetic response might be, wow, you know, it looks like you're really upset. Yeah. I mean, falling down and hitting your knee, that, that can really hurt. Mm. Is there something I can help you with? Like, you know, do you want me to get you an ice pack or something? (laughs) And then there's a, it's a solution, you know, but you're acknowledging that, I can see that this is really difficult for you. That's what you're acknowledging. You're not saying like, you know, you don't have to admit that it's hard for you. Right. You're saying it's hard for them and you see that and you understand that it's hard for them. Yeah. So that's really what it's about. And it, it doesn't, it's not even has nothing to do with teaching your child to be tough or to get back up when you fall like that. Those are all great things. Sure. You know, I'm not, you can value those things and still be empathetic. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So you can say like, Hey, you know, it's important for you to get back on your bike or, you know, however you want to put it. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you can't be a, a, you know, empathetic so you want your child to feel like you understand them that or that's what they want to feel like it's that you're hearing them right and that's what empathy is about and and i can tell you that you know you do this hundreds of you know if not thousands of times in multiple different aspects of their lives you better believe that you will be close to your child Mm. it's just it's just that's what's going to happen they're going to feel comfortable communicating with you they will want to be around you this is how you become a good dad yeah and like i said i you know i created these videos the fatherhood formula it's got you know we we talked a little bit i think we went over in the podcast as well and it gets much more gets much more into detail about all of these and and, and how to do them but it's it's these three things. It's the empathy, it's the affection, um, and the presence that those three things, like if you can do all three of those, mm-hmm. you're golden. Yeah. Like you will have a good relationship with your child. That's mm-hmm. that's it. Like I you know, there's so many other things to talk about in fathering, and we talk about all this different advice and all and it's great. But it's like these three things. And they're not that hard to do. Right. They're the main things. I mean, I guess, you know, they're hard in, in context of really keeping that in mind. And, you know, but it is Correct. simple. And con- in, 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 when you think about the, the what you really have to do, it's the simple, simplest thing you can do is what you want from other people anyway. Right? right. You want people to be present when you're talking to them. You want totally. people to be affectionate with you. And you want people to be empathetic. When you're in, in going through something, either bad or good, that someone understands you and goes, oh, wow, you know, let me try to understand right. what you're going through. So those things, if you. If you yeah. If, I mean, even when you have a newborn baby. Yeah. And the baby is screaming, crying. Yeah. And you're like, why is this baby? Cry-? Like, put yourself in the baby's perspective. Yeah. Like, I just got into this world. I have no idea what's going on. I have on right no now. idea what's going on. Uh, I'm hungry. Yeah. My diaper's wet. Yeah. Or I'm tired. Yeah. Or whatever. I mean, the only three or four things. Yeah. Um, Like, you put yourself in the baby's perspective or your child's perspective. It totally changes how you view things. Yeah. It, you start to understand and say, oh, wow, like this is what they're going through. And it's the same thing with your spouse. It's like, yeah. you know, they're going through pregnancy or they're going through a tough time with their family or they're going like you 
put yourself in that perspective, I can tell you it has absolutely changed how I react to things, mm. how I get along with my wife, mm. how I deal with my children. Yeah. Like it is so, I, I mean, and I've had interviews, I've had talks, I've done all this stuff about how powerful being empathetic is. Right. And I can't emphasize it enough that it's just when you can master that or at least be pretty darn good at it. Sure. It is going to benefit you so much. Yeah. Practice it. Yeah. So good in all your life. Yeah. Not just if anybody has any feedback, Alan, they have questions, comments. They want to send us tons of money. What do they do? <laughs> they should send it to me directly, <laughs> yeah. but also here's uh, my personal know. address. <laughs> exactly. You could wire it to me. Um, <laughs> Podcast at daduniversity.com would be a great place to email us if you want to contact us or ask any direct questions. Hit us up on our social media channels, DadUNIV or Dad University on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or wherever else you see us there. Um, YouTube especially. Make sure you go check out all the great videos that Jason's doing related to the Dad University. And also, if you do nothing else, please subscribe to those channels that you're hearing us on right now. The podcatchers, as they say. Um, the, the Apple, the, the Stitcher, all those things. Leave some Spotify, reviews. Spotify, iHeart. We've got them all on yeah, there Yeah, tune in. There's a variety of them. Um, please leave a review there. with five stars. I did a lot of work up. to make sure we were on all those. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're on them all. If you'll hear us on one of them, go to the Let other one know. and check us out there. Yeah. Subscribe to all of them if you can. If you're on all those channels, go to all of them and let us know what's going on. And um, and that would be really great. It would really help perpetuate the show if you leave some comments, feedback, and more importantly, those reviews. So I appreciate that. Awesome. Alan, as always, thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.